ladies and gentlemen, this is QC Fantasy Season 2. Guys, what have we been up to? We got one of you already moved to a new state, one of you moving to a new state. We got a lot of moving parts, but we are back for Season 2. My name is Graham Rogers, joined by Taylor Story, Chris Hayes. Guys, how are we? We're doing great. A lot of moving indeed. I'm in a new state. Chris is going to a new state. And he's probably in his car. No, I'm not in my car anymore, but oh. really excited to move to, uh, my wife and I are moving to Rhode Island and we're really excited about it. So mm. let's, a lot of roads, let's a lot of roads in that state, a lot of roads, if I had to guess. Rhode Island can't, can't hide money around here, but speaking of lots of money and lots of <laughs> got a lot to talk about from the off season. So let's dive into it. First up, Taylor, you know. RIP, I'm sorry, but we mm. got to start with Aaron Rodgers moving from the Green Bay Packers to the New York Jets. How are you feeling? And then let's talk about every other Jet or Packer that came over to the Jets um, and how this could impact fantasy in New York. I mean, it obviously hurt, but uh, at the same time, I pretty much accepted the fact that he was gone last offseason, so it hurt a lot less. Uh, did do the whole jersey retirement like I did with Devontae Adams. I uh, hung him up in the rafters, a.k.a. the ceiling fan in my room. Um, so just had to do that. But it's basically new Green Bay. I mean, I could start rooting for a different green and white team, and it probably would look exactly the same on the field. They added Lazard, Cobb, uh, Nathaniel Hackett's there as well, who Rodgers played really well with a couple years ago. I mean, they tried to get him to Denver and that didn't work. So they finally got him to the Jets and that actually worked for him. But yeah, Rodgers in a different shade of green. It's going to be weird. I think I'm, uh, I'm going to watch the Jets games probably second most of the Packers games if I can. But it's just, gonna, it's going to be weird. It's already weird, but I've accepted it. Yeah, and the, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, Taylor. My my condolences yeah, to the I jersey. Know. I know. Wearing black every day, I live. <laughs> All right, but let's uh, a highlight here, at least for me, right, is going to be Garrett Wilson getting Aaron Rodgers at quarterback instead of Zach Wilson or Mike White. No offense to those guys, but they are not MVP <laughs> Super Bowl winners. Uh, for no. both of you, is Garrett Wilson in redraft best ball a wide receiver one this year? With Aaron Rodgers in town. Ooh. Not I don't the, know, Chris. What, not, do, you, what not, do you think, Chris? Not the. Yeah, not definitely not the. A. No. No for oh, me. Man. I think he's he's on the cusp. Um, you know, I I mean, I just put together my redraft rankings just a few days ago, so a lot can change. Spoiler but alert for me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for now, no, not not for me. I think there's still too many good, I mean, if you want to call them older receivers, I mean, elite guys, established guys that are still around and still producing to put him into the top 12. But at the same time, just off the top of my head, he could be my number one for a guy who's going to start, who's going to be drafted outside of the top 12 to finish up in the top 12. And I think that's probably a very, easy decision uh, for most people, I'd say. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers, and you could see what he does if he ends up really liking him like he did Devontae Adams. I mean, he's going to be wide receiver number one, not even a one, uh, 
without issues. So it, I, it's definitely a, a possibility more than the other guys outside of the top 12, like I said. But I don't think I can rank him there officially, at least as of right now. I think it'll take some time, honestly, to develop oh, yeah, that, for that, sure. that chemistry. And he's got yeah, Lazard so. coming in. Um, you know, so he's, sure. he's got that rapport with Lazard. But I think it'll take some time. I, you know, I think mm-hmm. the Jets will they'll obviously be more competitive this year. Um, they did whiff a little bit on the draft, not being able to, you know, secure. Uh, they still got some holes on the offensive line um, that they weren't able to necessarily fill. Yeah. Um, so I, I think Rodgers to Wilson, like it's going to be good, like because Wilson's yeah. nasty and Rodgers is, you know, he's still Rodgers. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. For for reference here on uh, underdog best ball again half point PPR Garrett Wilson going off as wide receiver nine right now right behind CD Lamb as far as ADP is concerned. So something to think about if we're if we're talking not a wide receiver one taking him at wide receiver nine in best ball or redraft right now maybe not the move. But let's uh move on from the Jets so that uh, Taylor can recover a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk, hey, Take Brady Brady retirement. Uh, round two here, we think it's going to actually stick this time, and in 2024 he will make a whole lot more money than any of us could dream of uh, in yeah. the broadcast booth. And now we look at Tampa Bay guys, and we are looking at Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask at the starting quarterback. Um, how does this impact Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and then, spoiler alert, again, one of my favorite players, Rashad White? Um, what are we thinking with Brady moving on and having Baker Mayfield and or Kyle Trask running the ship down there in Tampa? I think it hurts. I think it's ugly to look at seeing Baker Mayfield still as a starter. Uh, he can get the job done, and he certainly has the two weapons at the least to do so. I mean, Leonard Fournette is uh, gone out of Tampa, and they've got Rashad White in the backfield, so they've still got a really good offense. They've got a, a stable of tight ends, a lot of younger guys, but guys that can still get the job done and have seen playing time. But I, I think, really, Chris Godwin's still the safer option for me in that offense if you're picking between the two of them i think he's going to go ahead of evans maybe by a couple spots but i feel like they're going to be roughly about the same as far as redraft for best ball goes uh, at least for me and i think if mike evans gets a thousand yards again for what's this going to be the eighth straight year yeah i think think it's eight then uh i mean i've seen these like hall of fame graphics floating around like of these x wide receivers like Who's, who's going to be a Hall of Famer? If he gets it again, then he's going to start to get in that conversation, even though he's not really won anything, quote-unquote. I mean, he's got the one Super Bowl, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, then it'll be just a, a, an incredible feat if he can get another 1,000 with, with Baker Mayfield. But, uh, it's tough seeing Baker and Trask back there behind center in Tampa. Yeah, and you were, it's not it's not Brady. You were spot on. Chris Godwin going off right now in drafts at wide receiver 30. Mike Evans, wide receiver 32. So literally 32. Yeah, they're not going to be outside of within five spots of each other. You really can't. It's you're picking who you like personally. I feel like is when they'll go in drafts. Yes. I mean, I kind of see how for the one game in week seventeen where Evans like exploded last year in fantasy championships. I I think mm-hmm. it, it's going to be a disaster for Mike Evans. You know, trying to build a new rapport with Baker Mayfield of all people or Kyle Trask. Um, He's the he's the deep ball, you know, contested catches guy, and you need to be in rhythm for, uh, you know, with your quarterback for those kinds of balls. I think Chris Godwin, yeah. I'd you know, I'd 
personally put Chris Godwin way like significantly ahead of Mike Evans just because like he'll probably be really inefficient like he was last year, but he's gonna he's gonna catch a lot of a lot of balls. Hmm. Um, so I think I personally will have Godwin quite a bit higher than than Evans this year just because I think in half point and full point PPR leagues he's gonna get a decent amount of volume. Also because the Bucks probably are aren't going to be all that good this year, and they'll be throwing a decent amount. Yeah. But the same, th- the same case could be made for Rashad White, um, who a lot of people like, and the Bucks decide not to add another running back in, in the draft, which I think if you're a Rashad White believer, that's really that's very that's telling. good news. So, you know, he's got the three-down role. What this Bucks offense will look like is, you know, it's a big question mark, but, you know, he's the kind of guy, like, you know, you could get in potentially in later rounds and could be at least uh, an RB two by the end of the year. It's not just the volume. Let's be let's be real. They, they could they could find themselves in the playoffs very easily. Just in the they, South. Yeah, in the NFC so. NFC South, yeah, they've got a chance. And yes, that RB two line, Rashad White currently being drafted, RB twenty five on underdog. So yeah, mm-hmm. right right at yeah. that line. I like that. All right. That's a good spot. Speaking of the NFC South, uh, let's talk about Derek Carr moving to New Orleans, also adding Jamal Williams. Uh, We know that Chris Olave is the guy there. Michael Thomas, who knows as far as health. Um, How are we feeling about New Orleans with Derek Carr in, like we just mentioned, a very mediocre division and winnable division? On paper, New Orleans is the best team in in the NFC South. You you got your mouth. It's, it's true. <laughs> when you have the best quarterback in the South, you know that you're gonna have. Ah, you jeez. Know, oh, I, I know, but it's that it's the truth. Like he's better than Ritter, he's better than Baker, and he's probably better than Bryce Young right now. Um, I think the yeah, I, yeah. the the addition of Jamal Williams definitely says a lot about how they feel about Kamara and that impending um, doomsday. Um, but I think the biggest winner is Chris Olave. Like he's going to have a legitimate court, legitimate quarterback this year. Yes, Derek Carr is super inconsistent, but he was. I'm not saying Chris Olave is Devontae Adams, but Adams still produced it at an elite level, even even though he was going from Hall of Fame Aaron Rodgers to mediocre Derek Carr. So I think Chris Olave will see mm-hmm. a nice boost in in production this year. It wasn't, but. Two years ago, where Derek Carr was uh, fifth in a deep ball completion percentage with just shy of 70. So, Derek Carr is certainly, I mean, Jameis Winston's got that YOLO deep ball, but Derek Carr's got the same thing, but yeah. just much, much better. So, I think it's, I think Alave is just going to keep improving. Um, I think Jamal Williams being there is great for Jamal Williams. Um, Alvin Kamara, I, I think we're going to talk about it a little later, but I mean, I don't know what to think about Kamara. I think he just went super late in a dynasty startup that Graham and I are in. Uh, and speaking of the Saints, Carr is my QB2 in that same league. So I like Carr's spot. Uh, I think he's going to be there. What, he signed a four-year, four-year contract, I believe. So I think he'll definitely be able to have plenty of command at that spot at the Saints for at least those four years. And we'll have plenty of production. And Michael Thomas is back, so who knows what he's going to do? I mean, we said he was back last year, and he played a couple games, but those couple games he played, he was he was still pretty decent. So I'm, it's going to be interesting to see what the Saints can do this year. They they just got to put it all together. A lot of different pieces, a lot of moving I mean, if pieces. If they put half of if they put half of it together, they're going to win the division. 
Yeah, if they put half it together, they're going to win nine or ten games and yeah. win the South. That's all you're going to need to win the South, probably nine or ten. Yeah, Maybe. I think a uh, <clears throat> a lot of is the obvious alpha here, and I, I think he does benefit from Carr coming over. Uh, Kamara right now on underdog going off is running back thirty one. Um, and yeah, Taylor, I think you just went in what, like the tenth round in our dynasty startup, yeah, was... which is which is age, which is sub- suspension, like all that factored in. Yeah. Um, but still, pretty cheap for a guy that even if he gets a six, eight game suspension, we'll see. I mean, I'm just speculating there. Like you can still have twelve weeks of the guy, and it's not like he's coming off injury; it's suspension, right? And we saw that with say DeAndre mm-hmm. Hopkins last year, who comes back, steps right in, and is the guy again. So, will be inter- interesting to watch yeah. there, and then also interesting to watch. You know, Jamal Williams in the backfield. They did draft Kendra Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what that split might look like uh, if you're looking for a affordable running back in your rookie drafts or even in best ball um, that might get some carries. Uh, since we mentioned uh, Devonte Adams, let's shift here to Las Vegas. So Derek Carr out and Jimmy G now in. They also brought over Jacoby Myers from New England. Um, probably means Hunter Renfro on the way out there as well. And uh, of course, took Michael Mayer in the draft at tight end. Uh, and we will talk a little bit later about uh, Mr. Waller and where he has gone. But talk to me about Jimmy G. How is this fit with Devonte Adams? What is the outlook for Devonte specifically as a, you know, all the time wide receiver one? Devonte? I mean, Adam, Adams is Adams. Yeah. Right. He's going to, he, like he's, he'd be yeah. good with me throwing him. Devonte is going to get his. Maybe he's nasty. He's pissed though. He's not, he's not a happy camper. Mm-mm. I think when the news initial came, initially came across, uh, he tweeted or something, or somebody saw him somewhere, or Did something say, like that. And I he thought just it was wa- a press conference. He, he wasn't was too press, happy. It was a press conference. Yeah. Was it a press conference? It was something something where somebody got him. Um, but I think as of recently, he's super excited to get with Jimmy. I know he's been working with Jimmy already. Um, and Jimmy's definitely a better-than-average quarterback. We, we've seen it. I think he's definitely serviceable. And He's not going to be stupid, and he's going to put the ball in Devonte Adams' hands all the time. Um, and you just and you can't forget about Renfro. I mean, he's going to do good. Josh Jacobs is seemingly in his last year with the Raiders, though. Uh, they did yeah. not pick up his option, so this could be his last year. Uh, had a phenomenal year last year, yeah. So uh, I think he was RB two. He ended up being RB two last year, I believe, in some formats. Uh, definitely PPR, but could be some bonuses in there. Um, but I think Jimmy G to, to Vegas is uh, is going to be is going to be fine for everybody there. Personally, I mean, yeah, like Jimmy G is a good quarterback, but I mean, we're, we're you know we're always going to go back to the health. Like, how many games is he going to play this year? If Jimmy G goes down, yeah, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like Adams, like we talk about Adams as Adams, but we're really going to find out if if Adams is Adam when Brian Hoyer is playing quarterback. Because, like, let's be real, Hoyer's going to play games this year because Jimmy G can't stay healthy. Like, it's the same. It's the same old deal. Um, Yeah, Yeah. potentially. Um, Maybe has he played a health? He's been in the league what seven? I mean, not including the the Patriot years. You know, the years he played for San Francisco was it been four or five? He didn't. He didn't finish a single. I don't. I think I'm looking. In uh, 2018, so it looks like he played Bowl? every game. Must have that uh, yes, it looks yeah. like it. Yep. Yeah, he played every uh, every game there. So 2018. Yeah, I think. Uh, 
I think Adams Adams is going off right now. And again, I'm just referencing underdog best ball at half PPR is wide receiver seven. I mean, he's going to be a wide receiver one, uh, uh, like Taylor said, almost regardless of who's throwing him the ball. Um, I am intrigued to see like if Jacoby Myers starts taking more away from Hunter Renfro just as a as a possession mm-hmm. guy that Jimmy G is going to look to. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. And then, you know, what's interesting to me in some of these best ball drafts is we talked about Josh Jacobs. He got like every single touch last year, for the most part, out of the backfield. Um, and one of the darlings last year, one of the rookies coming out, Zamir White, had all this love in preseason. All that has disappeared. And you can scoop up Zamir White as running right. back 73 in best ball. Guys, we're t- we're t- there are 32 teams in the league. He's like the third worst running back on every single team in the league at that ADP. Um, I just don't right. see Jacobs getting every single touch, and if he does, staying healthy for a whole other year. So if you want something that you can take in the very last round of best ball drafts, Zamir White as a handcuff there with Josh Jacobs um, probably regressing to normal touches and things like that, uh, I think that's a shot worth taking for a guy that I, I thought pretty highly of last year coming out. I got Zamir White sitting yep. on a lot of taxi squads on a lot of dynasty Agreed. teams. Just sitting there. Agreed. You don't got to do anything with mm. him. All Just right. Well, there. since we talked about Jimmy G's er- er- injuries, let's talk Kyler Murray uh, coming off the ACL. Um, mm. I, I, wh- who's there? Is it David Blau still in Arizona? Like, I have no idea. It's Colt. Colt. Yeah. I believe Colt, Colt, Colt Boy's still there because he, he had some injury concerns at the end of the year yeah, as well. But there. we're talking, you've got yeah. DeAndre. You've got DeAndre Hopkins, you've water. got Marquise Brown, you've got Rondell Moore. Um, we've still got James Conner in the backfield. They didn't add a running back anywhere, so his backup right now is Keontae Ingram. I mean, this is an offense that could go places, but we're just sitting and waiting on Kyler Murray to heal, and then what is he going to look like coming off the torn ACL? So is Arizona a stay away? Is it a try to acquire after a few weeks if we know Kyler's coming back? What is your approach with this offense? I think Arizona's a huge stay away for me. I think they're, I think they're one of the worst teams in the league. Just from my point of view, like I'm, like yeah, I look at the offense. Mm. I just I see a bunch of guys that can't stay healthy. Like whether it's Kyler or James Conner. Like D, yeah, Hopkins stays healthy, but Hollywood Brown he can't stay healthy. Rondell Moore, Rondell Moore is literally made of glass, and the old line's a complete disaster. The defense isn't all that great either. So like, so that's how you do it, Bill. So, so nothing Let, is uh, going to right. let's, let's, nothing. No, no, no. No, they got a new GM and a new coach, which they needed to do. So they did one thing right, two things right there, but yes. Well, yeah. I've heard yeah. the food's good in Arizona. Um, I, I didn't love, but even the hiring of the new head coach, like, I wasn't a fan of it. They hired the Eagles. Defensive coordinator. Defensive. They hired the defensive coordinator. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm sure Jonathan Gannon is okay. The player reactions were hard to watch. uh, Did you guys see the player reactions of the meeting with Gannon? He's an interesting guy. A little weird. I just like... Yeah, he's weird. The Eagles defense was so good. It it felt like the Cardinals were hiring Gannon just because the Eagles defense was standing last year. But like, some of Mm -hmm. us could... like. Eagles D was so insane last year, like so good. Like we could put my brother at defensive coordinator and he would have done a half, half decent job. So some of these hires, like sometimes teams just hire these coordinators because they come off of good seasons, but it's really like the players that are, that are making the difference. Um, 
So we've got me throwing to Devontae Adams yes. and your brother yes. coaching the Eagles so, defense taking, so far today. So, we're taking over the NFL quarterbacks. Here. Let's go. I'm pers- like, Yeah, we are. I think it's possible that Cardinals start out so poorly they don't even bring Kyler back this year. I, I've heard I heard a rumor about that at some point, and it got me worried. And I have I had Kyler Murray, and I think I've got him in two leagues, and both leagues I tried to trade him for any any spot in the rookie draft to take one of those rookie quarterbacks, and got denied every time. I I think I even dropped down a little bit to like one point six or one point seven straight up, and still got denied. So the uh, public image of Kyler Murray is not good right now. I, I think people are just. You got to find a Kyler Murray fan, and I even think Graham is coming off of that at this point oh, a little bit. He was last year, but obviously not for be- obviously out. not for best ball. But I'm out. best best ball. And yeah, like here's the thing: is Kyler right now? Yeah, on a, like in, in Dynasty, probably a hold because right now you're selling at a low point. In best ball, he's going he's going yeah, off as QB yeah, exactly. nineteen, yes. and we're talking about an ACL injury. So even if he oh, if he misses gosh. four six games eight games. Like I, I can't take him at QB nineteen with a guy coming off an ACL who probably even then won't be he won't have the rust off or anything like that. So until he drops out of like QB two range, yep. um, kind of like we saw maybe DeAndre Hopkins last year dropping out of wide receiver two range, and at that point he's a value. Um, it Kyler's just kind of somebody that that mm-hmm. I'm out on right now, and you never know DeAndre Hopkins could be on the move during the season, and so even if Kyler does come oh. back, you're talking about you know less weapons. So uh, it's probably an avoid. I think James Conner actually might be like the one value in this. If they have a stationary quarterback who can't do anything, who needs to drop off to the mm-hmm. running back, he's going off as running back 26. I mean, I don't remember the last time James Conner was not at least an RB2 or an RB1. Um, so if you want a single bright spot, I think Conner might be it. But again, if he can stay healthy based off of all the touches he got last year. Um, but Last year's offense we wanted to stay away from that proved us sorely wrong, especially me in best ball. I got destroyed by Geno Smith um, in Seahawks, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. Hmm. They added uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba to the wide receiver core. Uh, We know they also added Charbonnet. We'll talk about that a little bit down the line and how that caused issues. But, you know, no other quarterbacks there. Uh, Gino got a little bit of an extension, kind of a prove-yourself deal for a couple of years. Um, Tell me what you guys are seeing with this offense, how it shakes out with the three wide receivers, um, and how soonly will JSN take over the Tyler Lockett role? Honestly, I couldn't be more excited. Like, I'll be the first to admit I was dead wrong about Seattle as well last year. Um, when they added Smith and Jigba in the draft, I'm like, wow, they're like, they're all in on Geno. Yeah. And surprising. I just, I love it. I love what they're doing. You know, the sharp, I love that they, I, I don't love it for Kenny Walker, but I love that they added Charbonnet and continue to build this offense. What it appears to be around, around Geno. I think Smith and Jigba is going to fill in really well because they've been, like they've been looking for that third receiver for for a long time. I don't think this is just a Tyler Lockett replacement type deal. Like I think they're going to run a lot more three three wide receiver sets with with these guys, and they're going to be really this year. I, I don't know what the Seahawks are trying to accomplish, though. Is the thing you know? Like I don't like what are they doing? Gino's clearly not. The future. No, they, they, I, they're, they're, gonna, they're, they're not going to be. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess they could. Yes. I mean, I, they could now in the NFC. 
they, they definitely could, you know, yep. fall into the NFC championship somehow and then probably get blown out by the Eagles, you know, it, but I just don't know. Um, I like JSN being there and Metcalf, I think is 25. I think he'll be 26 in the season and Lockett's obviously probably gone after this season, but even at the same time, he's going to, he's going to what put up another top 24 season. Oh no. Um, I don't know. Like you said, Kenny Walker, I do like him. I actually traded for him after the news. I, um, I got a pretty good deal for him. Love it. And I, I still kind of like him for the value. Um, but they're just going to want like the appeal to throw the ball every single play for the Seahawks is going to be hard to ignore. But at the same time, you've still got Pete Carroll there that uh, obviously like loves to have two they've running got, backs. I mean, I mean, we saw what happened. They've got it all. Yeah. Establish the they run don't necessarily harder than anything you've ever done in your life at this point. No, I don't think, I don't think they do. And then they, they're even drafting deep uh, corners again. They're, they're putting Gordon. together the Legion boom yeah. again with yeah. the, with the uh, defense. So. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're going to be, I mean, they're just going to, I guess they're just going to give the ball to Gino this year and say throw it even more last have, year I don't and think, see what we do. I don't think that's kind of what seems what like their plan is. I think they're just going to be super balanced. I like kind of like Dallas. Like Dallas is usually like 51 49 pass to run. Like I think that'll be Seattle. Just maybe flipped. Yeah. Well, yeah, just because of Pete Carroll. But I think I, I just mean like in their when it comes to passing and scoring as far as actual team, you're going to. You know, you're going to say, Gino, you've got these three guys now. Go throw the ball 25 to 35 times a game. And we're counting on you to be as good as you did last year and be another pro bowler, which doesn't mean anything. All right, so who are you taking in best ball and redraft drafts first, JSN or Tyler Lockett? Oh, Tyler Lockett. Redraft and best ball, Tyler Lockett. For both. Yeah, JSN going off as wide receiver twenty nine right now on underdog. Tyler Lockett wide receiver thirty three. So I think I think value there at Tyler Lockett. I, need to get um, I think Lockett probably has more upside with deeper passes than maybe JSN will, who took most of his snaps out of the slot like 20, in college. Twenty nine for, for twenty nine for JSN. So just outside top wide receiver two. Um, so they're both wide receiver threes here, but. Um, yeah, for best ball, I'd probably lean Tyler Lockett. Obviously, Dynasty, you're leaning in different ways, but redraft best ball, I'd probably lean Lockett. Um, yeah, I mean, Lockett's only put up five straight seasons of and, a top 17 finish. Well, and I, I still, I'm in on Kenneth guy. Walker, especially where he is now. I mean, in best he was going yeah. like top five running backs. Now he's going running yeah. back 15. I'm I'm in at that value because I think this offense is actually going to score more this year than they did last year. I think having Charbonnet there to take some carries away will keep him healthy this year. Um, and he's still going to get the goal line work. They're not going to trust the rookie with that. Um, and he's he's still going to be on the field more, even if it is a 65-35 or a 60-40 split. Um, the value of running back 15 as opposed to running back 5 mm-hmm. before Charbonnet was drafted, I'll, uh, I'll take that. Um Probably twenty to thirty catches for Kenny Walker Absolutely. as well. Cool. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, definitely Shifting true. gears here, back out east to the AFC. Lamar Jackson got the deal done. Got paid unrepresented. Good for him. He's back in Baltimore. Um, and then we've got Odell Beckham joining him, joining Rashad Bateman, and then in the draft they add Zay Flowers. So. Uh, guys, talk to me about how we see this wide receiver room shaking out. Let's call it the wide receiver behind 
Mark Andrews room. Um, and then let's also touch on JK Dobbins at running back mm-hmm. as well. And him coming back off of a, a strange year last year. Well, I mean, it, we're coming off of the Seahawks where we didn't really know what they were doing last year. Like that's how I feel about the Ravens this year. Like they added Odell Beckham, they added Zay Flowers, they added Tom Munkin as the OC, but are they really just going to become a team that airs it out? The, that airs it out to try and win games. Like, that's not really their style. And I don't think Lamar is... That, that's not no. really a recipe of, for success for, for Lamar and, and the Ravens. Um, especially when you're trying to compete with Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert in in um, in your conference. So, got a lot of questions about... Not, not necessarily Lamar, because he will most likely get it done as long as he is on the field. Um receiving core is, is really all over the place. Like Rashad Bateman, you know, he was he was talking some smack earlier this year, but he has like nothing to, to back it up with. Like he he's kinda like uh who was I talking about earlier? Um Mark, Rondale Moore. Oh uh Rondale Moore, like made of glass. You know, Odell, like he's way past his prime. Zay Flowers is an, is an exciting mm. player, but I don't know how he meshes with Lamar right off the bat. Mark Andrews is obviously a stud. Like honestly they're two best receivers. Their two best receivers might be their two top tight ends in Andrews and Likely. Um, you know, Dobbins is he's gonna continue to split with Gus Edwards. Like that's just a reality. And of course you have Lamar. Um so personally, I'm staying away from this offense just because I'm I'm terrified. And I think I don't I think they're gonna finish in the division. I think I still love Angers. I loved them last year, and uh, the team did not do so well, so that kind of hurt my prediction. But Angers is still easy top five, yeah. um, if not top three, uh, especially with Lamar getting his money. He's back. He's feeling good. He's wanting to win with this team. Um, they gave him somebody to, somebody else to throw to. They gave him two people to throw to, uh, mainly Odell Beckham, the biggest name going there. Uh, I, I don't think I'm touching Beckham at all unless uh, he's like, dead free to me and I've got an open bench spot. I don't ever, I don't ever want to have to start Odell Beckham, you know, like I don't want to look at my team and go, <laughs> I could start Odell Beckham this week. I, just, I don't want to do that anymore. He's made of glass that's been put back together with flex seal. And I just don't want it. But Lamar Jackson being there is obviously he's going to be, I mean, he's going to be top five without an issue barring injuries uh, and actually do like Dobbins this year. I mean, if Dobbins gets 15 carries, which is basically what, he should expect to get and what we should expect him to get. I'll be all over him and happily put him as like RB3 on my team. I've been trying to trade him and I just couldn't bring myself to do it in my dynasty league that I've got him in because I think he's actually going to do okay this year. Um, But I I like the team. I like Flowers, the addition of Flowers. Uh, But yeah, it's all two, three, four behind Mark Andrews, who's 1A, 1B, 1C, 1D. So... Yeah, we'll see how that yeah, goes. But I like that. I'm actually going to go. I'm, I'm actually going to go the opposite direction as both of you. He deserves um, it. I, I'm all in for Baltimore here, and part of this is going to be value based, right? Like Lamar, easy winner because they at least get him more options in the passing game that he can throw the ball to. I don't care if one of them get hurt gets hurt this year. Like Rashad Bateman went down, and we're talking about like Devin Duvernay as wide receiver one. Like we can't have that. Um, so Lamar, big winner. We're also talking Zay Flowers going off as wide receiver forty four. Rashad Bateman wide receiver forty seven. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. wide receiver fifty one. Um, <clears throat> I, I it would not surprise me if one of those guys 
ends up being a low-end wide receiver two, high-end wide receiver three. So at that value, I mean, I don't mind taking shots. It's just, are you going to pick the right one? Um, Andrews, yes, is the obvious. I mean, top three should be mm-hmm. every year when he's healthy, um, tight end in the NFL. And yeah, I'm, I'm back in on, on J.K. Dobbins this year. I think just his efficiency, even after that second surgery last year for the knee, um, came back, and even though it did not look right while he was running, um, his efficiency on the ground was just through the roof those last five or six games. So uh, I'm I'm in on the Baltimore offense this year. I think they're going to have to keep up with Browns in that division, with the Bengals in that division. I think Pittsburgh's offense is going to be better. So I'll uh, I'll ride with the value even at wide receiver with some of those guys. Yeah, yeah, I get I get what you're saying, Graham. But my issue is yeah, that I, I don't think Lamar's that. that great a passer. That's that's just that's that's just me. Oh, you can oh surround him with God. as ma- many weapons as as you want, but he's not a no he's not a high volume passer. I that's just I, not who he is. I can see those three guys running eight yard crossers all game with Mark Andrews going up the seam. That's not, just pick which one you want to throw it to. Everybody's running crossers. I don't care. Make plays. But none of them are that. But, but none of them are that's all that you good. Need. Like when Bateman and just run, just run those around, guys could get hurt. Like Bateman in, inevitably will get hurt. Beckham most likely will get hurt, and then it's it's back to square one. And then Zay Flowers becomes a wide receiver too because he's the only guy catching pass. If he's any good, <laughs> we're talking we about a rookie that hasn't played a, a down. All right, we're gonna make we're gonna make bets off air here about this this <laughs> offense. I, I feel it coming. So, um, anyways, who someone else that I used to love, which we will. Uh, talk about here deandre swift traded to the philadelphia eagles um we know they signed rashad Mm -hmm. penny in the offseason kenneth gainwell is there uh miles sanders has moved on uh which we will talk about later uh guys break down this backfield for me i think we understand what the passing game is going to look like with hertz aj brown Devontae smith dallas goddard but in that backfield with these three running backs and then you've also got jalen hertz taking carries especially around the goal line what are we what are we doing here with these running backs in Philadelphia? <laughs> oh, I think I love it. I love it for Swift. I mean, get get him on a team with a guy, you know, he's going to run less. He's going to run less than he did in He's going to run less than he did in Detroit. They didn't give him the ball with Hurts with Hurts running the ball? Yes. <laughs> no, no. I mean, just in a general sense. I mean, the ball is going to be in Jalen Hurts' hands more more like if, if everything's normal right and jalen hurts is going to be running i mean jared Goff doesn't run so if swift is going out there and and being able to put on the explosive plays that we know he can then i think he's still going to be a good value at where he's going i mean i made a trade for him literally like an hour before the the uh news dropped and i got him for a steal and felt so good about it the guy asked me to trade back because he said it was unfair i said no obviously so I think I like like Swift's landing spot. I think, I mean, if you're expecting him to be a bona fide RB one, like we kind of thought he was going to be, I think you're probably wrong. I, uh, but I could he be an RB one? Like Absolutely. the landing spot. Um, I, I, I just think he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. Like I think we're going. I'm hoping we see a new. It could. <laughs> I hope, hope it's not too heavy because it could just, injure him. Just like Rashad Penny too. Be careful. Um. I don't know. I think he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. He's going to his hometown of Philly, and we we obviously saw what Detroit thought of him. Like they went ahead and traded him and drafted Jameer Gibbs. So I think he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. You know, leaving Detroit like like the way like the way he did. 
Um, you know, Detroit. Detroit thought less of him. Like they thought so little of him that they traded him to the best team of their conference, a team they, a team that could be competing. Uh, right. They could be competing with. Not realistically, no, but a team they could be competing with for an NFC championship. So I think Swift something to prove prove this year. And I was a big Swift hater last year. Um, but this year I'm I'm feeling a little different. You know, I feel like we're gonna get angry Swift this year. Not yeah. to mention he's joining Philadelphia Georgia Bulldogs. of the North. I'm really enjoying I'm really he's gonna, he's gonna feel comfortable. To disagree with you guys on everything. Uh, I was a Swift lover last year. I'm at at RB twenty two mm. in that backfield. I'm out. Oh. Um, you're talking about a team that does not dump the ball off to wide receivers, especially if we're talking or to running back. Running back. We're talking PPR because you've got Jalen Hurts who would rather take off and run. He also has three other outlets with really good as really good wide receivers tight end. Um, I. With Rashad Penny going off as running back 37, like I'd rather take my shot there if we're going to look at the two running backs that are both injury-prone who are going to split touches. Um, I'm taking the guy that's later and the guy that, um, I don't know, as far as efficiency metrics go, running the ball, like they're not that dissimilar. Um, It's not like Swift statistically is that much better. Um, So just given the price difference there, I'm leaning Penny. Um, personal opinion there, I think he, if you just look at the running game, because I don't think Swift is going to do much as a receiver with Jalen Hurts at quarterback, um, I, I'm rolling with, you know, the 15 spots at running back with Penny over Swift. I'm not saying he's going to score more points, but when I look at value in drafts, if I want a piece of that offense, um, I, I'm going to go Penny. Me too. Hmm. Swift at 22. I think it's still Swift for me. Swift at 22. RB 22 as opposed to Penny at RB 37. Just for reference, that is uh, ADP 114 for Penny. Absolutely. And you're paying... The problem is, like, what? Where's, Swift is where's, Swift. Penny getting, where's Penny getting production if he stays healthy? Like, Jalen Hurts is the goal linebacker. On the ground, efficiency, yards. He can break long that's, runs. He can break long oh, runs better than DeAndre Swift can. I think Swift has taken that Miles Sanders role. I don't think Swift has never shown us what Rashad Penny did in the season two years ago as far as efficiency, explosiveness, being the running back one in a given week. Um, and if I'm getting him 15 spots later at the running back position, I'm taking Penny in the same offense. Yeah, I just don't think he would have been. Uh... I, I don't think he's going to play more than Swift. So I don't, it's one of those where, yeah, he's going for cheaper, but I still don't want to draft him. I mean, if he, if he's getting drafted that low and, and it falls even further than maybe just to, just to have him, I guess. I mean, not as necessarily a hand, I wouldn't draft him as a handcuff either, but he's just, he's just kind of there, you know, he's just kind of there. He wasn't that good in Seattle last year. And then he obviously got injured, which stinks, but. He had one. He had one good game in Seattle, and everything else was just mediocre. So I don't. I don't know. Right. I think I'm still we'll, taking Swift if the price see. ends up being right. Um, a different running back that I think we 
should all be high on. Uh, Tony Pollard in Dallas, Ezekiel Elliott let go. Um, they haven't really brought anybody else in to compete. So are we uh, all aboard the Tony Pollard train this year in Dallas? Uh, is that, a, is that an easy, easy yes all the way I around? bought a ticket. I bought two tickets. Just to say I, I, I think it depends on... It depends, I think I should it depends <laughs> what you're... Like, what are Chris? you drafting him to be? Oh, like, my if God. You, I think for people that go out and, and make Tony Pollard, they're, they're RB1, and, and I think expectations need to be tempered a li- little bit just because he could, I still think Dallas might re-sign Zeke on, on a cheaper contract. I think that's still a possibility. But to ex- I think it's unrealistic um, for us to expect that Tony Pollard's workload is going to to just dramatically shoot up to 20 to 30 touches a game. Like the Cowboys, they came out and said last season, they don't really want him exceeding like 15 to 20 touches a game because of body type and the way the way he plays. Um, he's the most ex- explosive player on their offense, and they want to keep him healthy by limiting his touches and not putting too much, too much wear on his body. So, yes, he is yeah. an RB1 for me, but – and he will be – he will be efficient, but he's not someone I like. Some people think he'll be the the RB one this year, and I'm not buying. I'm not buying that. Hmm. Yeah, let's calm that down. But I mean, if you take his stats from last year and add RB RB one four and touches a game, RB one, not then these, sign but, me up. Um, and, and going off the board have, right now is more. RB7, um, well, I mean, that's yeah. a, he's late round two in some of these best ball drafts. Um, you know, he's in the range of Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs. And until they sign somebody else, and even I think even if they do bring Zeke back, like we started to see that Pollard was taking more of those to- touches, um, being more explosive. Uh, so I- I'd still take Pollard there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I personally yeah, I would not so draft too. him RB7. That's, I'm okay with That's it. just me, though. Who Rattle off some, some running backs um, to take before him real quick. McCaffrey. Off the top. McCaffrey, Eckler, Barkley. I mean, are, we, McCaffrey, are we talking this year or are we talking Freeze, Dynasty? Bijan, probably. This year, oh, McCaffrey, we, Eckler, Barkley. Yeah, he's just here. Uh, I'd personally take Chubb. Jonathan Taylor. Um. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Jonathan you, Taylor. Okay. Here are the mm-hmm. here are the names going off near him. Then yeah, do Taylor you take still. Derrick Henry over Tony Pollard? Chris. No. If Derrick Henry stays in Tennessee, <laughs> sadly no. Depends on but Derrick Henry a few first. spots behind him. Josh Josh Jacobs. I'm taking Jacobs over Pollard. I'm taking Pollard. Um, Ramondre Stevenson. No, I don't think so. Taking, I'm taking Pollard. Absolutely not. Get Ramondre uh, Stevenson. Travis Etienne. near the top 12. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of Etienne it. Etienne for me. Ooh, interesting. Uh, Najee, Najee Harris. Pollard. I'm taking Najee. I, I, I am high on Najee yeah. this year. I hated him last year. I don't mind him this year, but I think... Oh, oh man. That, that's close. Um, okay. The, the no, one that'll I'm get high, people, I'm higher than too, but I think it's still Pollard. Pollard over Gibbs. Pollard. Cool. Um, so that that ran all the way down to what, like RB fifteen or so. Um, so I mean, he's in that he's in that kind of 
seven to twelve range yeah. for sure. So un RB one if nothing changes. He's in top. He's top ten right now. Um, all right, guys, we've had on Diggs go to Buffalo. Yep. Josh Allen explodes. We've had AJ Brown go to Philly. We've seen the changes there with Hertz. We saw Tua Tyree Kill combination this offseason. Everybody fired up. DJ Moore going to Chicago um, in just a, one of the worst trades a franchise could possibly make for the Panthers, <laughs> mortgaging their entire future for a five foot five quarterback. But we'll get to that later. Um, great, great. Let's talk DJ Moore, Justin Fields. What does this look like with those two together? Do we think they're actually going to throw the ball that much more um, that we can see DJ Moore rise up to be, you know, the player we think he is capable of being? Uh, no. I think we could see another. I think we could see another yeah. thousand yard season from DJ Surely Moore not. because I don't. Right? Th- I think Justin Fields not. is a decent quarterback. Uh, <clears throat> probably the best one that uh, DJ Moore has played with. Honestly, but I still mm-hmm. think the Bears are going to be a run-heavy offense. You know, with Deonta, uh, they brought in Deonta Foreman. They brought. They still have Khalil Herbert on roster, and they went out and they drafted uh, one of my favorite. Yeah, one of he's one of my favorite kind of under, under the radar uh, rookies, Roshan Johnson, this year. Um, so I still, I still think this is going to be very, uh, mm-hmm. very run-heavy offense. I think DJ Moore will be okay, but if you me, if you're drafting him as a wide receiver too, your expectations are way too high. I think it. I think all it is is it just helps keep Fields up there, all on the ground. You know, I mean, he had an unreal year last year, and it would have been hard to repeat. But yeah. now, yeah, but now that DJ Moore's there, I mean, it I just helps Cole, keep him think... up there. You know, that's really it. I don't think it's any. I don't think I it's think any. Cole Komet takes DJ Moore Chicago is still to still just nice in general. I think we were banking on that last year since he caught zero touchdowns his first year, and then uh, yeah, I could see that av- average or below average last year. Okay, so Justin Fields going off as quarterback five right, right now in best ball. Are we comfortable with that and drafting him at that point? That is behind only Mahomes, Hurts, Allen, and Lamar Jackson, and ahead of. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Deshaun Watson. Best ball, I get it. Yeah. I think he's got to go behind probably, Burrow, and I, even I, then, I depends on the day, I might take Trevor Lawrence yeah, in front of him. Like, considering, like, in best ball, you need decent stacks, and uh, Burrow's, Burrow's probably got the two best stacks yeah. in the league. Yeah, the, the stacking mm-hmm. options. I'm, yeah, that's I'm with you there. All right. Well, we've covered yeah. some of these guys, but let's talk about yep. some of the older running backs that are in question. We've touched on them a little bit here, but we're looking at Dalvin Cook in Minnesota. Is he going to get cut? Is he going to get traded? We briefly touched on Alvin Kamara. Uh, Joe Mixon is another one with some question marks here as far as where he's going to be, maybe some legal issues similar to Kamara. And then uh, Derek Henry and trade rumors, uh, if he's going to get moved. I don't see that one happening, but uh, what what are y'all's outlooks on each of these guys? But more importantly, if we think somebody's going to miss time or move on, yeah. what does that backfield look like with them gone? Well, I'll say, just running it down, uh, Dal- I don't think Dalvin Cook will, will be a Viking at the start of this season. 
Which for me means, you know, Alexander Madison, no boots. <laughs> let's go, baby. Like, let's let's go. Um, I don't know where Coco will end up, but I mean, the Vikings have pretty much ghosted <laughs> him on all social media, taking him down off their their Twitter page or, or whatever, their header and replacing him with Madison. So, you know, yeah, that's, you know, kind of scary. Their header. Uh, Kamara yeah. will probably get suspended at some Career point this, over. this year. I mean, he did, like, he he assaulted that dude in Vegas during the Pro Bowl. So like, well, yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. I mean, this is the NFL. Well, okay, it it could take a lot more. This is the NFL we're talking about. But um, well, I mean, well, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He said he was sorry. Yeah, if it happened I don't know in if a saw that uh, news. massage parlor, he he wouldn't get so, suspended, but uh, it, it happened. It happened elsewhere. Um, yeah, I'm a. You know, yeah, I, I say I say no, I say I'm sorry good. when I forget to unload the dishwasher. Yeah, I can't do know? that. It's the same. It's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, and you should go straight to jail. Out completely. I think I'm out. Is, I'm out on is all Joe the oldies. Old, I think I'm finally done. Give me the. Yeah, I mean, I don't. If I've got, I mean, he's getting there, but he kind of just fits into that category. Like he, fe- to me, he honestly feels old. Like I feel like I always see his name every single year for like, like six years, and it's all there's something. There's always something going on with him. The answer this year like, at dra- RB, the question is always, should I draft him? Not this doing year? anything in and that the backfield, answer is, letting Samaj P. Ryan walk, only Ooh. drafting. Chase Brown super late in the draft. Like I of these guys, if I was drafting yeah, if you can get one, them late. Mixon is probably the one. Um, like why not? Yeah. I think there's a little bit more certainty there. And that's of these offenses, right? This is also going to be the most explosive offense. So I it's almost worth it. Yeah, it's almost Look, worth you, it. If you me. don't if you don't mind having better offensive runs on your team, like go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and do it. Or I mean you know, shoot your shot. No. That's all but I got to say. We're, we're talking about... <laughs> Where's John but, okay, so here we go. Ball. Joe Mixon this year, or oh, let's say geez, Kenneth Walker. Soon. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, you said Mixon or Walker? Yeah. Walker. Ken Walker. Okay, how about Aaron Jones? Aaron, Aaron Jones. Okay. Miles Sanders. I think it's because I like Walker, though. Uh, Joe uh, Aaron Mixon. Jones. Ugh. Uh, Give me. The, you're clearly not a Panthers fan. Um, I'm going Joe right Mixon now. Right. I feel uh, better. J.K. Dobbins or Joe Mixon. 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 <laughs> I'd go God, Dobbins there. Man, personally, I like Dobbins too. Jeez, I'm all in on that. Killing one. me here. Okay, here, here's the uh, here's the one that I I will not go past. Uh, Damian Pierce. Yeah, probably Dobbins. Mixon. Okay. I mean, we're talking again. That's kind of that stretch yeah. of like RB fifteen to RB twenty. Those guys Ooh. I just named Pierce off. Is um, done. And, and I think Bye. I'd take Mixon over Pierce. I'm taking him over Sanders. Um, I think him and Aaron Jones is a decent conversation, just given that I think the offense in Cincy is going to be better. Um, I still, I, I would probably go Kenneth Walker higher because I think Walker's a value right now. But yeah, when we're talking Cook, Kamara, Eric Henry at their price right now, I'd probably go Mixon. I think there's just more certainty there for him to be on a really good offense this year. No, but at RB19, he no. could be your second running back in a I don't want league. Mixon as and, and my I, I would RB1, love that if he's my RB2 this year. I mean, you wouldn't, like... But yeah, you also, for sure. Like, yeah, absolutely. You wouldn't hate it either if you drafted, like, 
yeah, Lamar Chase and sure. Travis Kelsey in the first two rounds, and then Joe Mixon was your RB1. Like, you, you wouldn't hate – come on, you, you would not. All right, all hate. right. I would, I would hate it. No, I'd hate it. No, I would hate that. I think I have a team with, mm-hmm. like, Trevor sure. Lawrence and Justin Fields as my quarterback. Uh-huh. Right. Mixon is my so, RB1, and I hate it. Off hate of the oldies, let's get to the young guys, the guys coming off uh, injuries, questionable recoveries going on right now. Um, Javante Williams in Denver, Brees Hall with the New York Jets, obviously Aaron Rodgers coming over. We think that offense is going to be better than when Zach Wilson was at quarterback. Um, Joe Flacco. Happy words. But – you know, we also look at Sean Payton is in Denver. They brought in Samaj P. Ryan. Uh, there have been some question yeah, marks about yeah. that recovery in the timeline. Uh, same thing with Brees, right? They drafted Israel Abanacanda. We know Michael Carter's still there, Zonovan Knight. Um, so what are you guys thinking about these two players, especially for this year? So, I mean, I... Me personally, I, I think... Just don't, uh... I think I'm just off Javante. I like Brees. I think Brees Hall is the biggest, uh, biggest winner from the Aaron Rodgers trade. That's just me personally. The way Aaron Rodgers used uh, used Aaron Jones over the last few years, I see something similar with Brees Hall as long as he's he- as long as he's healthy. Um, <laughs> no, this is. I just Did I don't I think Garrett, Garrett Wilson, Wilson is trade news. That's just me, but I. But I think, but I think Brees no, Hall. Okay, I, okay, okay, okay. I got Devontae Adams jersey hanging in my rafters. Come on now, than, of course he's Aaron not. Jones, as long as he's healthy. And we saw what Aaron Jones can do in the passing game with Rodgers. Like Brees Hall's going to be, as long as he's healthy, he's going to be an RB one. I think Brees can't can't make the catches that like the Brees actual can. acrobatic Brees, catches I, that Jones I, can. I, Brees, I think Brees like can those do that. wheel routes that Rodgers would send Jones on. I don't think Brees can do that. I don't think. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I still I still like him. I mean, he's still uh, he's going off. You know, running back top ten right now, which is where there could be five. some value if we think that Brees' recovery is going well and me. he's going to play well in a really good offense. Um, yeah, there, really? there could be value there with Brees at RB ten. Um, yeah, I'm, I just I think I just think we're too high on Garrett Wilson because wow. I, I think like what are the chances wow. Rodgers just decides to spread the ball around and you're you're which he will and you're playing the guessing game like I get it Wilson will be solid but if you're drafting him which as a will. wide receiver one and Rodgers just just spreads the ball around consistently you're not getting you're not getting good return on that where Brees Hall like. I'm not. You're happy if he ca- if he catches four balls a game, like you're thrilled with that. Yep, and I th- I think I'm with you. I'm kind of out on Devonte right now, just given some of the reports, given the signing of oh, Samaj yeah. P. Ryan, who will probably be one of my most owned players in yeah. best ball this year. I mean, he's going off as running back 36 mm-hmm. right now on underdog. Like I- I'll take that every day of the week. Um, yeah, if. if It'll be really interesting to see how these ADP shift depending on reports as we get closer to camp and the season starting. That's right, though. Um, one other note to get to that we kind of briefly touched on, but Darren Waller moving to the Giants out of Las Vegas, uh, pairing up with Daniel Jones and a wide receiver core that is just a bunch of random average Ugh. wide receivers, no real alpha. Um, do we think Darren Waller here is going to be the target leader, reception leader in New York with Daniel Jones at quarterback? Yes. 
Uh, I think he's you're washed, out on Waller in New York, like a whale. Wow, Waller, Waller the whale washed up. Oh no, no. I think so. I was a big, I was you a big Belger there fan. too. This, who's this not kind of terrible when Waller he's an average there. tight end. I said it. It's too late. Everybody was. Yeah, hurts Bellinger for sure, but he's still there. No. Um, you mean the guy that finished? And it's QB still Daniel year. Jones. I mean, Daniel Jones isn't a gunslinger by any R- means. Rushing, um, rushing and rushing touchdowns is the answer to that question. Well, I mean, okay, yeah, but how did he do yes, that? Yes, and like, well, did he have six? Running, he six rushing touchdowns. rushing for six seven? yards. Like a, we're rushing for two. six yards a game. Like in at least in every game, yeah. you got to trust it. I, he had all right. Let's ask the uh, he had, uh, seven. Let's ask the day ball so, hater over there, Chris. Uh, how yeah, are you? How are we feeling about Walter? that's where the dimers get in his butt? I like it. I'm all in on Dable now. No more, no more doubts for him. Mm. Okay, all right. Like, that's like he like yeah. I another one of my mistakes last year was thinking Dable would would flake out, but like say what you want about Daniel Jones, like he took a huge step. And that's probably because of Dable. Like, look, why he what? Okay, you're you're fired. Fired. Probably why he fell. Um, he fell on that long I'm not, run. Sa- Keep I'm going. not. I'm cu- I'm not saying right, these guys to. are the same people, but Daniel Jones turnovers. Turnovers. Don't say it. Don't. I'm gonna don't. do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Daniel Jones' turnovers went way down. Now no, he still wasn't don't. great in the passing game, but Brian Dable had go, a huge keep going, effect. Please on don't. Look, look what happened to Josh Allen. Oh, uh, there Brian it is. Dable left. Uh-huh. Everybody hey, is Josh Allen. Uh huh. Oh, I love God. It's a it's a real thing. Collective so like mode. Brian Dable, he knows what he has in Daniel Jones, and he will use Darren Waller as a wide receiver one, even though he's a tight end. Yeah, but the the thing to me is, is he's completing like he, twenty passes. Receiving a game, totals were way down last year. And there's, I mean, Barkley's it's getting five. Get, it's hard to get those receptions right? when he's getting. 20 I mean, to pretty, five. Yeah, uh, he should get five. That's what I'm saying. And then you've got just a slew of random receivers and two tight ends that can catch the ball. I mean, uh, I how many times is I Waller going to have over five I catches? Think a game? I trust Abel. I think not, he's got probably a not a lot. My opinion. And it's not Isaiah Hodgins. <laughs> probably, probably fair. Probably fair. I don't know. Oh god. Okay, so Bar- Barkley right, had over you. four catches in twenty seventeen. Uh, looks like right, eight who games has, last year, I think. So both are healthy. Who has more receptions? A lot of them are going there. Waller or Barkley? No, I know. I'm just saying. There's receptions. Correct. Waller. Mm-mm-mm. If they play the same amount of games, split the time. I'll leave it as a cliffhanger for the probably Barkley. Um, <laughs> all right. Taking Barkley. <laughs> moving, moving on. We're running up on time here, guys. But we didn't really oh, talk gosh. a whole lot about rookies in some of these changes going on. We will have a rookie exclusive show that we will. Um, go much further in detail but just a couple of teams maybe we didn't touch on as much with uh rookie impacts to kind of guys on their team so you know the falcons entire offense if we go back to this just mess of an nfc south 
looking like Desmond Ritter is going to be the guy there at QB, at least to start the year. They did bring in Taylor Henneke behind him. We know in the draft they took Bijan Robinson. Very early, a questionable decision as far as building a franchise first-round running back, but no one can question the talent in Bijan. We know Kyle Pitts is there, Drake London. Um, going to be interesting to see how that plays out in a really terrible division with the other team on the list here, the Carolina Panthers. Uh, so we know they took Bryce Young, mortgaged their entire future. They're going to be a terrible franchise for years to come uh, to take him at number one. Uh, and then brought in Adam Thielen, DJ Chark, Miles Sanders, uh, mm-hmm. Hayden Hurst at tight wow. end, drafted uh, Mingo there at wide receiver. Thoughts really quickly, guys, on these two offenses with uh, just completely kind of overhauled for the Panthers and then the Falcons with kind of a new look with Ritter and Bijan here in the backfield. Agreed. Well, Bijan's about to have a Barkley rookie year. Let's get that out of the way. And Stroud's going to have, or uh, sorry, Bryce Young's going to have a decent chance to progress in his rookie year, unless, unlike most rookies. With some competable receivers and offensive talent. So I'm excited to, to actually... Okay, I'm not excited to watch uh, Panthers games. I think but the Falcons will be kind of Bryce, fun. Well, honestly. Yeah, I'm excited to watch Young. Um, Bijan's going to be a monster. It's just to be honest. So. Yeah, I mean... Oh. It's going to be like a mess. Love that they're giving Ritter a chance. A complete mess. I'll like, say. It'll be discomfort. Love that. So... Um. And the Panthers have, you know, I, Arthur Blank you know, is actually the real problem there. So. Give the Panthers. They just got to get over that. Like they went out and got people. Like we gave the Jaguars a lot of slack last year for over, you know, overpaying uh, Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, uh, Zay Jones, and look what happened. Like Trevor Lawrence is the real deal. Um, Kirk, but but they made it work. So you know the Panthers, like Bryce, I, I'm not a believer because of the size. Mm-hmm. Um, like I don't know. I don't, I don't know how he's going to see over the O-line, but you know, there's some decent weapons here. And I, I've always liked Miles Sanders. Adam Thielen's Ooh. a nice, you know, he's, he's a vet. He knows what he's doing. Um, DJ Chark, he'll probably, he'll probably struggle. Um, you know, just... Yeah. <laughs> well, he's like, he's the vet. He's the vet. I think the, the biggest pickup there yeah. is Thielen. Vet receiver, he's going to be able yeah. to... You know he's a he's a wide receiver, but he's going to be able to mentor a quarterback as much as a wide receiver can. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been great for I years. Agree. You I'm know, he's going to be able to tell him some nuances of we how we've to probably throw made to an the, NFL wide receiver. We've, with we've made all defense. the Terrace Marshall truthers very upset, uh, having not not mentioned his name, yeah, but exactly. uh, just a just another you, you random have, name there in the wide receiver core in Carolina. Um, you know, we saw nah, C.J. Stroud, guys, other rookie quarterback go off the board at number two. They add Dalton Schultz in free That's agency coming over from uh, Dallas. They also added uh, Singletary in the backfield from Buffalo. There you go, Chris, one of, one of your guys moving down there. Um, going to be interesting. I mean, is this offense going to be that much better than it was last year with Davis Mills at quarterback? I, I don't know. Probably, yes, a little bit, but I, I don't. I'm not real high on anybody in this offense uh, going into this year. I mean, it's not, it's not great. Um, but I do like CJ Stroud. You know, I, I don't think this is the year, but I think next year, if he, you know, if, if he progresses the way a rookie quarterback should progress, you know, I, I, I think there's a future for him. I'm also, yeah. 
Well, I also I love D'Amico Ryan's as I think there's as, a lot of potential. I, I think he's I think there's a lot of potential. He's be phenomenal. Um, but I think it'll take some time. And yeah, just to bounce off yeah. uh, Singletary, someone we didn't mention today was Damian Harris with with the Bills. You know, he's kind of a sneaky little play for. Um, love it. Yeah, I mean, it's something the Bills have been lacking the last few years—a real like goal line black. And Damian well, Harris is certainly that. Yeah. So just Singletary. That's, yeah, yeah. It's not great for Pierce, for for sure. And that's because Singletary like, went to the Texans, which is bad for Pierce, I think. But he is all no. Like I had he, a few Pierce last year, so and I was very excited. How much volume he was just getting. kind of like Singletary will will eat at least me. a little bit. I want no. I guess they did pay him like exactly. Like yeah, exactly. Know. I mean, right in half. I think it's right in half. Oh yeah, she's back. Yeah, he's there. But yeah, the Texans with Stroud, they've got a lot of, I think, like I said, a lot of potential. I mean, Mechie's back, practically a rookie this year. Uh, love Schultz going there. Uh, almost like the same thing I said with Thielen. I mean, Schultz is much younger, but he's he had a lot of opportunities in Dallas with Dak. So he knows what he's okay. doing. And even with them, I'm, I'm, even with the Texans trading no, I'm, up to I'm cut you number right three, there. Like they're, another they're team trying, that just mortgaged you know, their entire future. Guys, franchise. this is going to be so a really I, I bad think... team. And let's say Kyler doesn't come back oh, this God. year. The Arizona Cardinals have their first rounder and the Texans first rounder. I swear to you, the Arizona Cardinals could end up with the number one and the number two pick in next year's draft without I mean, maybe, trading maybe. anything. But, like, but at the I same just, time, is there... Smart. It, like, Tank CJ Stroud, like, very yes, smart. you can make the argument that uh, you would have rather have Caleb Williams than CJ Stroud, which most people would say yes. Um, I would make that argument every day of the week. But will there be a defensive player next year that's as good as mm. Will Anderson? Probably, Probably not. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's they, they do, but Will Anderson's a piece. Like they have, they have the foundation for they, tell. what they want to build. They always pop up, but too soon to yeah. tell. All right, uh, as of right now, no. Taylor's playing quarterback. Your brother's a defensive coordinator. I am an NFL GM, and if you trade up that much, you are ruining your franchise for the future. Let's go, baby. You stink. Okay. No, uh, when Deshaun were they Watson not a playoff team with JJ Watt though? What are you talking about? We're talking about Davis Mills like, and kind CJ of a Stroud playoff team. I mean, they lost, but they were there. Mm. Um, we're also talking about when DeAndre Hopkins was there. Like there was talent all over Watson. the field. All right, moving off Just of kidding, the Texans, we're not there yet. I didn't think we were going to spend that. Why, why did we spend that much time on the Houston Texans? All right, we're going back to Green Bay. Just for you, Taylor Jordan. It's Jordan Love's era in Green Bay. Drafted Jaden Reed. I don't They've know. got Christian Watson. They also drafted two Let's tight go. ends, Luke Musgrave and Tucker Kraft. They just needed to I'll get Aaron Rodgers out of there to be able to draft offensive weapons. All right. How are we feeling real quickly about Jordan Love in Green Bay? Let's go. Exactly. I've been saying it. I mean, fire me up. His jersey's it's already Josh, on the way. Josh Allen. Uh, I got one of those uh, customs so ones that just says HOF on the back. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, I think uh, not anymore, though. Um, this is either going to go. This is either going to be good or be really bad. They're not just going to be like a mediocre team with all these young guys hanging around. I mean, it's all young guys. It, it's 
everybody else is gone. Um, their defense is going to have to carry them through through games. I mean, they even their first player drafted was obviously a defensive player. So either Jordan Love's going to have it or he's going to not. And in three years, they're going to be trying something else. So it's I, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Jaden Reed could be good. I loved him in college, actually. Uh, and then getting two tight ends after losing Lewis and uh, Tunyon even to the Bears. I think it'll be it'll be something to watch. You know, it's not going to be a total. I think Christian Rotten is really good. Crap shoot to watch. It'll <laughs> be something to will. actually look for with all these young guys. So I'm excited. When Love throws it to him, he is really good. I still, th- I still think I, if uh, I wish, I wish that was a place we could go first out ball on the show, last year's so season opening was the last thing the Packers won the Super Bowl. Right, um, but we have the uh, better NFC North team to talk about here. Um, so let's uh, let's talk <laughs> about the Lions, who were my Lions, my prediction last year, twenty twenty five, whatever I said, Super Bowl. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, I may have changed that with just uh, taking a. <laughs> Sub 200 pounds. Hey, they were my secondary team, but we'll talk about that here in a second. All right, so they signed David Montgomery. We talked about DeAndre Swift out the door. They drafted Jameer Gibbs because that's something teams do is draft small running backs in the first round. Um, Sam Laporta, tight end, big fan there. We know Jamison Williams with the six game suspension for, you know, doing stuff that's legal in most states, but happened to do it in the stadium. So it's something bad. Um, I, I'm I'm all like I'm in Ross St. Brown. I cannot tell you guys. I don't care how this affects me in our draft. Like, is a wide receiver one blocked? Terrible. In? It's not a question for me. Yes. Um, Goff still at quarterback. They drafted Hendon Hooker. Um, well, I think that was just kind of like a shot in the dark for them, and they'll see how it plays out. I don't know if he's actually going to be there. Um, but I, how are we feeling about the Lions? I, I kind of I hate the decision again as an NFL GM over here to take a first round running back. But when you could have done a lot of other things and build the right way, like they were with offensive line and things like that. But I won't say I'm all the way out on my Lions yet. I'm going to stick with my 2025, 2026 Super Bowl in Detroit. Well, I mean, yeah, they did. They, they, uh, you know, reach for Gibbs. Maybe they did, mm-hmm. but that's the guy they wanted. And they had a second pick. They had a second pick anyway, and they continued to add to the defense and Jack Campbell, who's you know, who who's a big thumper. He's gonna be in the middle of that defense. Sure, it was a reach, but that's their guy. Like, let's be real. Jack Campbell, that's a Dan Campbell kind of a guy. Um Reach. Literally. It's his son. Um not actually. Yeah. Jamison Williams being suspended was a huge bus kill. Literally for me, because I thought he was gonna take Goss level to kind of a, a step up. So until he comes back, Amon Ra is a beast. As long as he's healthy, I agree, Graham. He's a locked-in RB1. Um, the split between Gibbs and David Montgomery is something I'll be keeping a really close eye on. Um, because I do, I like Gibbs. And if they, they obviously want Gibbs to fill the Swift role that you know, they hated him so much for. Um, yeah. So, so that'll be, that'll be <laughs> making make sense. Um, yeah, so I mean, people are <laughs> going after Gibbs make because sense. they're high on the lines this year, but I, I can't really blame them. Like, the, the hype is real, in my opinion. I think people are sleeping a little too much on Montgomery, yep, um, because he's, he's just rock solid, and you know, that's a Dan Campbell kind of a guy. But Jameer Gibbs, like, if you're looking for a, 
a guy that could win you your league, you know, in those last uh you know, last seven weeks of the fantasy season, like that could be your guy. I'm I'm I, exactly where I'm headed, Taylor. I'm gonna actually flip that on you. If you want Montgomery a has not had under winning running back uh, this year after the sub two hundred pound running back there gets injured and David Montgomery gets every single touch down the stretch in a really good offense. David Montgomery at running back yeah. 27 off the board, as opposed to yes. Jair Gibbs at running back 14. Um, I am all the way in on Montgomery. He did this in Chicago late in the year, weak schedule, went off and won people leagues. Thank this you. Is round two. I'm all in on David Montgomery. Paid. Not paid. If... You don't think that the Lions signed Montgomery to be at least... Oh, yeah, he got paid. I mean, he just got too much money, probably. Anyway, to be the first and second down back and the 20 yards and in back, then what are you thinking? Uh, and if they don't use him that way, then what do I know? But, I mean, that's who I. That's what I think is clearly going to happen. I mean, he's going to get all the touchdowns. Oh. Uh, and even even then, he's not just a... He's not just a guy that they're going to stick in front of the goal line to run into the end zone. He is a good Which, running back. They I was so excited for Montgomery pre-draft. And, and then them. this kind of they, happened. If the I mean, Swift was there anyway, teams, but he looked like he was on the outs already. Swift, so I was, Montgomery I was on Montgomery, but it, and this kind of stinks, sure. but I still like him. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I think he still will be. Uh, he'll be... He'll be an easy top 25, without a doubt. Um, but I think if you are also thinking he's going to he's gonna crush and, you know, and, and if he finishes like 25 to 30, you're going to be extremely disappointed. I think you're thinking wrong. Um, you got to, if you're taking Montgomery or you're trading for him or whatever you're doing, you, you, you got to go in knowing that he could finish RB 30 and you got to be fine with that. Like he's a, he's a third running back guy, but I'm, kind of okay is with Taylor, just maybe for having him as my, my second guy if I'm strong elsewhere, you know, that we like really there. strong elsewhere. I'd be fine with him right as my now. RB2. Right. Yep. So uh, my my first running back, J.K. Dobbins, you guys are going to pick yeah, up my themes I know, again I like him. last year, just guys I'm all in on. Boy, second running back left there, and David right. Montgomery in round. Um. Yeah, all, all in there. All right. Great. Hey, the real storyline though is uh, I pulled a Cardinals right, and, pro- and I traded for probably the first and second overall pick in next year's rookie draft. Back. Just looking at those guys next teams, so. week, probably looking Very a lot more in depth at rookies. We will probably go pick by pick, talk about what our projections are for those players, how it affects the teams, the players around them, um, and we will be releasing on Fridays this year in the off season. Just looking at one show per week, trying to keep you guys updated. Try to keep it to about an hour here, uh, and then in season we will dive in a little bit deeper so fellas leave the people with something but for now qc fantasy is out here we go yep let's ride season two broncos country okay cut it, let's cut go it off now. let's ride we're, we're out on the let's ride broncos baby jordan love hall of famer okay well Yeah, now we're getting a little much.